As MLB.com released their top 100 prospects for the 2024 season, which Nationals prospect could make that jump into the top 100? I'll answer that after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Ryan Clare. You can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClare11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals. For all your latest Nationals news and notes, just make sure to check us out over on there. While you're at it, make sure to search us on YouTube and wherever you get your pods. Again, just search Locked On Nationals and hit that subscriber button. Later on in today's show, Joey Gallo is going to be a fan favorite. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'll explain. And also, I got a little theory that we're going to share as to maybe Joey Gallo could attract one big-time free agent. Maybe I'm going to shoot this one from left field. We'll just have to see. I'll tell you who that is in the third segment of today's show. Also, the Nationals, they got some new uniforms. And oh, my God. Just oh, my God. If you're watching over on YouTube, you'll see my reaction. It's not pretty. Yikes. That's all I'm going to say for now. Let's start off with talking about which Nationals prospect could make the biggest jump in the year of 2024. Before that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. We're going to get started here discussing a lot of different things out there because we all know the Nationals, they got some prospects. But here's the biggest kind of ordeal here. Which one could make the biggest jump in the year of 2024? I'm going to exclude Brady House, James Wood, and Dylan Cruz, the Nationals. Three top prospects, top 100 prospects, top 50 prospects in all of baseball if you really kind of hone down into it. But which one's going to take the biggest jump? Which Nationals prospect who already is not in the top 100 could be looking at their name maybe some point by July when they kind of revamp their list. And right now, there's a clear-cut favorite. That is Yohandi Morales. I think Yo-Yo Morales from this year, the 2023 MLB draft pick, second-round pick from the University of Miami, one of the bigger power bats in this last year's class, came to the Washington Nationals. And again, let's kind of revisit that because... When Yohandi Morales was drafted, when he was sitting there on the board for the Washington Nationals, if you remember, MLB.com had him as the number 20 prospect in that year's draft. Baseball America, they also had him in the top 30 of that year's draft. Yohandi Morales was kind of a household name, and a lot of people were thinking that he was going to be a first-round pick in that 20 to 25 range, but ultimately fell the Nationals again in round two, the first pick of the second round in that year's draft class. I think sitting here today, I feel relatively confident in saying Yohani Morales is probably the most advanced hitter. If again, kind of looking beyond Dylan Cruz and the big three up in the top 50 here, but I think Yohani Morales is one of, if not the most advanced hitters in the Nationals farm system. The reason why I say that is if you look at the numbers just from dating back to the University of Miami, what he was touted as coming out of high school as well from the from down in Florida. 
then going through college and playing against ACC, skyrocketing in that, doing very good over at third base. Johanny Morales is a legit prospect. And really what has carried him throughout this time is what he has done at the plate. Johanny Morales, and even going into last year, the Nationals, I always say this, but they showed their cards of really what they think about Johanny Morales. They showed their cards about what they think about Andrew Pinckney as well from the University of Alabama. These guys flew through the system in just a half a year. In 42 games, Johanny Morales saw him go from rookie ball to low A Fredericksburg to high A Wilmington. And then the last few games up in double A Harrisburg. And in that time there, he cultivated a 349 batting average, a 423 on base percentage, 494 slug. That was a 917 OPS in those 42 games. He also had 20 extra base hits in those 42 games as well. 42 or 58 hits over those 42 games as well. 32 RBIs. The numbers speak for themselves of just what he did in his first half professional season, whatever you want to call it. So now entering his first full professional season, I think Johanny Morales, number one, is likely going to start at AA Harrisburg. At this point, the way that he hit last year, high A Wilmington, that ain't for him. He's going to be in AA at some point this, or really, it's going to start here, in my opinion. Because I think Trey Lipscomb, maybe Brady House starts in AA as well, or in AAA. We'll just have to see what the Nationals ultimately do with those cats. But Johanny Morales, this is going to be the guy, in my opinion, who will have this breakout sort of season. You could also discuss Andrew Pinckney from the University of Alabama, another 2023 MLB draft pick from the Nationals, who was wildly impressive, killed the baseball, showed its power and speed combination that we talked about in today's game that you try to marry so often. But ultimately, it's kind of a rare one to find. But Johanny Morales, this is the one I feel most confident about. This is the guy that I think will really just kind of take off in this national system. He can kind of have that James Wood type of rise where you're looking at him back in the second round in 2021 when the Padres took him there for an above slot signing. Johanny Morales may not fit that overall kind of role that James Wood has as far as his ceiling goes, but Johanny Morales at the plate, number one, he's going to hit for average. And number two, he's going to hit for power as well. I think going into last year, I was expecting a lot of home runs. And ultimately, Johanny Morales, he put all these numbers up while hitting zero home runs in those 42 games down in the minor leagues. And if you remember what was touted about Johanny Morales, it's his power. Coming out of the University of Miami, that is really what separated himself from the pack. That is what all the scouts and all the people who do this for a living were talking about. And that's what they were touting when it came to Yo-Yo Morales over at the hot corner. It's going to be his power that carries him. Johanny Morales hit zero home runs in those 42 games. Now, is that concerning? Not really considering the numbers that he put up. But once he starts to get that power going, which he certainly will, in my opinion, that is when it's going to get a little bit scary. What kind of numbers is this guy going to put up? Because again, through those four levels, he hit at every single level. Now, again, in double A, it was kind of limited considering it was like six to eight games that he played down there. But still, even in those games, he showed off his power. He showed off his impressive glove over at third base. I could also make the transition over to first base, which we'll discuss at a different date. But Johanny Morales, man, this guy in 2023, he's going to take the biggest jump forward. You're going to recognize Johanny Morales, and you're going to be excited to watch that kid play. He's going to hit. 
He's going to hit some more and hit some more after that. This guy's a full-on hitter. He's going to be on your radar going into 2024. I can put your name in that bucket. You're going to want to know about Yohandi Morales, and you will if you listen to Locked On Nationals right here and right now. Thank you all for making Locked On Nets your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, Nationals, what are you doing? You got some new uniforms, and I got some thoughts. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'll discuss that after I tell you guys about our new friends over at Factor Meals. And guys, get started on your resolutions with Factor so you're ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. So skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Forget frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up a fast with restaurant-quality meals all delivered right to your door. Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule. Skip the overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef-crafted restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you. Need a special occasion meal? Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options. And, of course, it's always done easily. So head to factormeals.com slash LockedOnMLB50 and use code LockedOnMLB50 to get 50% off. That's code LockedOnMLB50 at factormeals.com slash LockedOnMLB50 to get 50% off. Why'd you have to do this, Washington Nationals? Why did you have to do this? If you aren't aware now, I'm sure you all are, the Washington Nationals, they've made a uniform change. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I'm not. I think, I think, I I really do believe in this. I think they stink. I think the uniforms are not good. I'm sorry. I get excited for new uniforms too. I'm just like all you guys. I want that new shiny toy. I want that new stadium. I want that new uniform. I want that new hat. These ain't it. Let me start with this though. We'll start with something that I don't like. And then I'll end with something that I do like. Let's start with this. The new white uniforms. The pullover ones with the vintage capital W appearing on the jersey. For the first time, by the way, of any Nationals jersey. You all know what I'm talking about. It's it's hideous. It's this one. If you're watching on YouTube, it's this capital logo right there. I'm trying to point it out right there. That's not good. That's not the good logo that you want. I don't care about the vintage capital dome and the capital W. Whatever you want, curly W. You have something so good. You have something that, in my opinion, people, oh, it's the Walgreens logo. It doesn't matter. The Nationals, they had a staple. It was the curly W. Everyone says it in town. Oh, you're wearing the curly W. You have the curly W jersey. You have the curly W hat. Everyone has worn the curly W. 
and the curly W is in the books. It's in the call for Charlie Slows, for Bob Carpenter, for all the big name guys in this system, in this Nationals team. Curly W kind of means something. It is your brand. When you get away from your brand, I don't really understand it. Going to this Capitol Dome look, in which, by the way, they started to rock this look back in 2021 and 2022 when things got terrible, by the way. Maybe to now, right now is not the time to go full-time to that. Because I'm actually in the belief that I think the Nationals, you got to lean back more into the old uniforms. And the curly W on your left chest there, right there at the numbers in the bottom corner of that jersey as well. Get rid of these new uniforms. I think they stink. The new home uniforms with the Nationals scripted across the paint, they're fine. I like the navy blue ones because we all know what they mean. It reminds you of 2019. But the white ones, no thank you. Go back to the curly W. That is what I want. I could be wrong on this aspect of it. Obviously, you guys are Nationals fans. I want to see the way that you chime in on this. But let's get back to the new uniforms and kind of pick them apart. Number one, call me old school. I am old school. Button-down jersey right here and right now. The Nationals, they've got this V-neck pullover Nationals jersey, which is now, by the way, again, has that Capitol Dome W logo with no numbers on the front. It just looks empty. It does not look that great. And again, it's a jersey. It's whatever. I'm not going to complain. Just win baseball games, have prospects develop. That's really what I care about. If you're going to win with these jerseys, cool. I'll probably warm up to them at some point. But why? Just do a button now. Do something nice. And also on top of this, not only do these new white home uniforms or alternate uniforms, which is what they're going to be, it looks like here, you probably wear them during day games and special event days, whatever it is. Why'd they have to do this? Why do you have to ruin something? The W, the curly W home uniforms, which they have not been wearing recently, which by the way, they're also getting rid of the red alternate ones, which is beyond me, beyond me. I don't understand why they keep getting away from these curly W's, which is something that is so iconic in this town. Again, the curly W is in the books. You have it flashing on the scoreboard. What are you going to do now? The block W is in the book. Is that what it's going to be? Is that what Bob Carpenter is going to do? The 1920s block W is in the books. That doesn't sound too good. The curly W, the one that everyone has plastered all over the scoreboard, which by the way, you're getting a new scoreboard. You're still going to have that curly W up on there. And you're just going to rock out with these block W's. I mean, do what you want, I guess. But it doesn't necessarily make sense. If you're going to keep this block W and have it be your main logo from going forward, which is kind of what it looks like, then why don't you change the scoreboard? Why don't you change that logo up from there? Why don't you get rid of the old Nationals logo that used to be across on the old home white uniforms back from the RFK days? They still haven't gotten rid of that. And now the curly W is going to be there. Why don't you put the block W up there? That's your logo now. Doesn't necessarily make sense, does it? I get a little bit fired up about uniforms, admittedly. I'm a uniform guy. I like uniforms. But the home ones, these new home alternates, whatever we want to call them, it's just not cutting it for me. It does not get it done. Please, a few things that I ask for. Go back to the old curly W's, number one. 
And number two, button-down jersey, please. I don't really like this V-neck pullover. It's the first time in national history that they've done this type of jersey before. And it is cool. It's kind of a throwbacky look. But this isn't the Nationals logo. This isn't a throwback uniform whatsoever. If you want to do a throwback jersey, go to the Expos days. Wear one of those jerseys. That'd be kind of cool. Did it back in 2019. That was a pretty good year. I don't know. Okay, next let's talk about the grays. The gray uniforms, which I'm not going to lie, the gray away uniforms, I kind of like them. (laughs) I admittedly kind of like these jerseys. I don't hate them. And again, they're not too flashy, which in my opinion, when you're on the road, I think the best uniform in all of baseball, the best by far and away, is the away New York Yankees jersey. Just simply New York across the chest, gray uniform. I like simple. I think simple can be good at times. I think this is good. The new block kind of W, which again, whatever, make what you want of it. You have the curly W on the side there, the old classic patch with Washington Nationals on it as well. This looks good. I think it's a nice classy look, a gray look to this. And again, with the Nationals, you kind of needed a new look. You've had those away jerseys for a while now with, again, the curly W across the front. They they want to get rid of that so desperately. So, of course, you went to the block W look, and ultimately, I think it's actually kind of a clean look. I like the grays. I think it's going to be a nice little look. I think the jersey and the pants trimmed in red, white, and blue is actually a really cool look. And there's a tricolor block with Washington replaces script script text on it, which, again, some people are like, oh, it looks so basic. But I think this is really good. I think this new gray uniform is ultimately going to be the best one, in my opinion, by far. There's really only two. But, again, I go back to it. I'm really more upset about the Nationals getting rid of the red alternates. Those are such a clean, classic look. Just, I cannot get over that, but it'll be fun. We'll all survive. We'll watch baseball. We'll eat our hot dogs. We'll eat our popcorn. You'll drink your beer. You'll drink your soda. It'll all be fine because baseball's coming up here in just a little bit. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I kind of want to riff about Joey Gallo for a little bit here. And one theory that I have as to what he could do for this national team, I'll tell you after I tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. It guys, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bet. This is what I love most about the Super Bowl. I love the game. I love the food. I love the commercials and everything. But of course, I also love to bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three or even four. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and there's so much more, so many preps and parlays. But of course, new customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Locked On Nationals there. 
make this a few minutes here, but Joey Gallo. I think Joey Gallo is going to be a fan favorite very soon here. Check it out if you haven't already. He was on with Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan, the show that I produce for my day job, whatever you want to call it. He was on with them, knocked it out of the park. Number one was kind of making jokes about, you know, what we all know with Joey Gallo, about how he strikes out a lot. But he also hits a ton of home runs. And he also kind of talked about the adversity, kind of what has gotten him to this point, why he signed with the Nationals, why he's excited to be a Washington National moving forward. I think Joey Gallo is going to be a fan favorite relatively very soon. Now, with Joey Gallo always being in the American League, besides that one little stint with the Dodgers back in 2022, I believe, when they traded the Yankees traded him over there. Joey Gallo, I've just never really paid too much attention to. He's obviously a big name in all of baseball, but I've never really gotten to gather what his personality is. This guy is going to be a clubhouse favorite. You're going to see a ton of fun stuff from him this year. You're going to see a lot of home runs from him. And three, I'm rooting like hell for this guy. This is going to be a guy, in my opinion, who also could kind of be a little bit of a national draw. He's not going to get the national attention that maybe some would want him to get, meaning like he's probably going to be on SportsCenter, not top 10, or on John Boy Media breakdowns, probably a little bit more frequently than what you want. But I think this, this is something that I thought was a little bit interesting. And I got a tweet from my guy, Chris Cox and Chris in Hyattsville over on Twitter. You'll see him there. Great follow, big baseball guy, love him. Cody Bellinger is really good friends with Joey Gallo. Now, in years past, the Nationals have always been tied to Cody Bellinger. Some way, somehow, Mike Rizzo may be infatuated by him. What if? What if Joey Gallo, Cody Bellinger, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all I wanted to point out. What if? Think about Cody Bellinger to the Nationals. I'm not saying Joey Gallo has that pull. I'm not saying it's going to happen. In fact, there's a 1% chance of that happening. A 1% chance may even be a little bit generous. But what if? Just saying. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, Guys, February is two days away. Two days away, and then baseball season is right upon us at our doorstep. I cannot wait. And of course, every day here on Locked on Nets, we got you covered. You won't want to miss a thing. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one.